podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We're all whistle, and this is true. We love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't need robbing, stealing, or mugging. In fact, we'll take it seriously. We're only bugging. <laughs> Hello, my name's Mark Webb, so I'm delighted to say this is the summer edition of The Whistleblowers. What a chance for us all to get together, which we'd normally do, I know, in a narrow boat uh, up and down the canals of Britain. But we can't do that this time around because there's football to be watched. The Euro 2016 tournament is uh, in hand, and we're going to be here with you each week to discuss that. And I'm delighted to say what we're going to be doing as well is joining a lot of our faithful clubs who are part of the podcast family here. uh, And Mike from The Spurs Show. Is, is here immediately to make his case, of course, for why Tottenham will be winning the European <laughs> Championships. Much in the way that West Ham won the World Cup in 1966. Exactly. No? Hello, Mark. Lovely to see you. Yeah, and you indeed. And from Footballistic Arsenal, I'm delighted to say that Psychic Josh, who uses his mad skills on the Arsenal show to predict that they will come second after that season. Did you predict they would come second after that season? At various points in the season... <laughs> I probably predicted that we'd win it. Sadly, as it got to about March, the inevitable, we might just have to come above Tottenham and see what else happens, materialised. But I'm not too down. I know Boyd, who obviously presents the Footballist the Arsenal podcast, was incredibly negative and wants the manager to be replaced and everything like that. But I'm not too gutted I, at the I'm, moment. I'm more worried about whether you kept your psychic licence. So, so with that fudging, was that OK? No, I predicted, you know, back in January, I thought we'd win the league. No, I, I, I'll, I'll admit it. I thought we'd win the league. But um, uh, I haven't been dismissed as of yet. I'm not aware of it. I think so, I'll be back in August. So, so. Pseudo, pseudo-psychic Josh joins us from the Arsenal podcast. But you see, for ages, I thought it was psychic Josh, oh, not psychic. Oh, yeah, exactly. So I was thinking, where's these unbelievable, well, worldly, otherworldly predictions? Sidekick. Sidekick. Sidekick to Boyd. No, no. <laughs> not sidekick in any regard. No, no. Well, well, we might well, find out. We'll see how Well, indeed, patently. Um, let's start from an obvious position, Mike. Is, um, have, you, have you got into it yet? I mean, I, I, as we sit here, you have your wall chart. You, there's, there is the look of the 13-year-old boy of you, I, which I, I've always thought you had anyway. I, but. I, I, I must admit, and because, you know, being, you know, uh, uh, being more into the Premier League and everything. No, it's only this week I'm going to get into it. I've gone out. I've got my Figurini Panini sticker book. I'm now getting into it. And as luck had it, I was meant to be going camping with my children on Saturday. But my wife has gone, I'd rather go. And then I looked at the fixtures went, England, Russia, home alone, Saturday night. What a great way you to see, start my tournament. See, just so now me, I'm really excited. This is how it works. You see, basically anything you can do to avoid bonding with your own kids is clearly a good thing. And, and Mike has found it in, in, obviously, a European football champion. How about yourself? Because, of course, um, because you've obviously had a sort of cut and thrust end to the season, has this snuck up on you somewhat? Because, uh, but there's also the elements that is, is who's gone and who's not with Arsenal. That's one of the big stories. Yes, yeah, so it's been really interesting. Even, even it was just, what, 10 days ago where Bellerin then got a late call-up yeah. to go into the Spanish squad, which was exciting for him. Um, and who knows, even by the time the tournament kicks off, we could have another player there in Vardy who could you know, become, become an Arsenal player. I, I've become incredibly excited. I'll tell you why. Over the last couple of months, we had a project with work where I was asked to find a former player of each of the 24 nations who'll be playing wow. for, Ooh, a, for an interview. Yes. Albania. So Albania. Oh, the list is... Oh. Albania. A normal wisdom, Sally, no longer <laughs> exactly, with us. Yes. So from, you know, Florin Radichoyu, 
who did us oh, for yes. Romania, the former West Ham man, nice. to uh, Goodney Bergson, right. uh, the, wow, you know, the yes. Icelandic and yes. former Spurs players. I look at you, Mike. We found someone. So I was doing these interviews, um, you know, from Vladimir, speech at Eagle, Bishkan. We covered every country. So over the last three months, I've had this amazing build-up into excitement of hearing who, think, who they think the key men are. Are they confident about how their country is going to do? So, yeah, I'm massively excited. I'm also going over a couple of times for the tournament. Lad. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Rather Choi must be rubbing his hands together at least. Every time I talk tournament comes around if they get through he says finally I've got a bit of work on talk about going over and this is true because I've got a few friends of mine who you'll call them spivs I'll call them ticket agents <laughs> and apparently on the secondary ticket market the tickets for the championship are on the floor there's a real really? worry about terrorism. I mean, yeah, I know there's that I get guy. That. I get that. Guy was arrested in Ukraine yesterday right. who was a far right lunatic. So I've been told there are a lot of tickets going. So I also will be going over for day trips. Certain games, we're just going to drive over, watch a game, drive home. There's, so there's, for those of you thinking, should we go all tickets? You'll get plenty of tickets. I mean, for you most know, the, the heavy pool of terrorism, obviously, one shouldn't get too excited about it, apart from the fact, obviously, it makes it impossible that you can go over and get a yeah, ticket. I'm no average one has to look at the upside every now and then. But it, the, the, this is the thing. I got, it, it, they, talk to me, they talk about this a lot in terms of 66, is that, that, no, that that World Cup didn't take off straight away, even mm. in England. So I suspect as we sit here, there may just be... This could, this could easily ignite, poor choice of words, um, to, <laughs> uh, to actually become something of a tournament that we will all sort of cherish. I think so. I think the fact it's gone to 24 teams means we know there's going to be a lot more games that feel yeah. a bit like the Champions yeah. League group stage mm. where you, you kind of know who's definitely going to qualify and the fact that you've got that cushion of maybe becoming third and still getting through means it might take a little bit of time to get going. I completely agree with you. But once England start playing, it's, mm. it's like, we, you know, we, we try and pretend we're not that interested. Then yeah. come a tournament, you can't walk into a supermarket without every type of item having some sort of... St. George's flag mm, yeah. or sticker on it, and we're all incredibly excited. Absolutely. But I think the strength will also be, and um, actually, I want to talk about Vardy first because this is the broader point. Mm. Because, uh, you know, this is, a, this is actually, you know, your proper news headline story. And, and as we sit here and speak, the last thing I read, Josh, on it was that he has said that he's decided to wait until after the tournament to make his mind up, which strikes me as being none of his bleeding business. Someone else is going to have to do this beforehand. Do you think you'll have an Arsenal player in, James, uh, in Jamie Vardy playing in, in the Euros? It, it kind of feels odd, doesn't it? Because I went actually to a Q&A with Ivan Gazidis on Friday night at the stadium, just as all the news was bubbling, and it kind of felt it's going to be one of them where it just gets done really quick. We've triggered a release clause. The player is, with respect, obviously at the Premier League champions, but at a smaller club. We, you know, you'd have thought if they'd gone to the extent of doing the release clause, they probably know the player wants to come on board and wants to come to the club. The fact there's now been this three, four days makes you worry a little bit. It's if a bit, it a bit is of less the backlash and, and, and teammates. I mean, the inevitable has happened. Is this, you've had that kind of backwash from the but deal. This, yeah. But the whole thing with TV, with the, now the TV money coming in next yeah. season, Arsenal can obviously normally offer much more wages. And what I've heard is that Leicester have gone, come on, let's do a counter bid. Because I think there's 120,000 has been quoted in the press. Mm. Leicester can actually now pay that kind of money, which, you know, normally wouldn't happen. So maybe he's gone, let me do the tournament, let's talk but later. But Leicester are a very pragmatic I think, I think he will go, go. I, mean, they're, they're, but, uh, I think half of him doesn't want to go. His heart probably doesn't want to go, but his bank balance probably does. And, and it would probably make sense for him, you know, just fundamentally. It's make... 29. It's a very yeah. un like signing 
Um, I mean, the last, I mean, the last, the last one, great Arsenal striker that I thought joined quite was probably Ian Wright, who was what twenty eight, twenty nine. We went to Arsenal. Was it? Was he? He was, that old? Well, he was quite. He was quite old. He was getting on a bit. Yeah, he was a little bit younger, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But look, what what scares me is the last time Wenger went out and bought an English striker it was probably Francis Jeffers. Ah! And you desperately hope don't, Francis don't box Jeffers. on the box this boy. Don't do it to him. We don't want yeah, another well, one of them. But is well, there a bit of thinking with Vardy? He goes England, say, get to their semi final, or, or you know, who knows? Maybe a final, and he's an instrumental part of that. Maybe there will be other suitors, and maybe that does raise the price and maybe raise the okay, wages. Okay, but, but on, a, on a broader stroke, though, I mean, do we think that we're looking at Vardy as being? Let's say, you know, the nitty gritty of it is: do we think Vardy is going to be up there with Harry Kane, and this will be what we're looking I, at? I, as our sadly, I mean, it, it's funny, you know, it's the whole thing about play players in the right position. They've been doing it week in, week out, and obviously, we all watched that insipid display against Portugal. Yeah. Um, last week, we tried to play the diamond. A lot of people beforehand, when he was playing Kane wide and Vardy wide, you know, we kind of know. I think most fans know our best eleven, but are they going to play in the right positions? Well, here we go. And and you know, Rooney, you know, top scorer of England all time, captain. You know, I, I don't know. It's the usual thing we've always moaned about with sort of you know you know, square pegs in round holes yep. kind of thing. And well, again, that's my concern about this English team. Will he play the right players in their right positions? Wayne Rudy said uh, before the Portugal game, Josh, uh, I'm injury-free, I'm happy with my fitness and my form. I, I was there for that game. I watched him much in the way that I watched him at West Ham towards the end of the season, watching a man um, seemingly given a job and, you know, and, and a mantle and a new title, which is you are now... This, uh, you're a midfield general. You sit at the top. You know, you're Paul Scholes, as Paul Scholes was. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching him spraying 50-yard passes. The one that hits, the other one goes to the touch. One hits, the other goes to the touch. Where we stand is a team built around Rain Rooney, wherever Rooney goes, isn't it? I mean, this is pretty much where we are. I think Rooney definitely plays. I, I'd counter that and say I was lucky enough to be at the cup final and thought he was terrific. He did okay. He, he rescued the game for yeah. him, didn't he? And I he think, changed his game, though, for that. I, I think thought. You, you can see the way the other players speak about him and talk about him being involved in the squad. And I think they want him to play. I think they want him to be in that team, Wayne Rooney. I, I think, think they he feel has that power. a sense of experience. So I expect him to play. You worry if it all goes wrong against Russia in that first game. The temptation will be, you know, Roy completely changes it. That would be admitting that he's got it wrong. Um, so you, you wonder whether he will actually have the, the cojones, for another word, to did, take Wayne Rooney out. I don't think he will. I think Rooney will just play. If he's did, fit, he did plays. Did you like the diamond that might, might refer to it there? The diamond obviously gives you... The, the, he played it with Milner on the right, and then obviously we see Wilshere come in, and we can talk about it in terms of whether you think your boy is ready to be in that starting eleven. I mean... Let's get. We can get down to the, 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 the semantics of it in terms of Tottenham and Arsenal. I think Tottenham will talk about it in a second, obviously, because they've got influential players there. But was that the right shape? Did, do you like the idea of Dyer holding? Then you've got... Well, have got was, no one else. Well, that, well, there you go. And he's also his gig. <laughs> but that, that kind of puts Ali out wide. And, then, and so suddenly we've got these kind of wide guys that aren't necessarily so... Milner started against Portugal. It felt like an 11 and a shape that he thought he might be going with. Oh, 100%. I think he, he's gone into that game and gone, this is pretty this much is what I want yeah. to go and do. Um, and he's gone with it. And you're right, what you said there, Mike. You know, if Dyer's not in that position, you know, what are the options? And you worry if there's an injury at centre-back and mm. you need to take Dyer perhaps at the back. There, there could be, um, you know, a bit of worry there. I think it was a surprise, Mark, in terms of 
Wilshire and Henderson both having big injury problems, having not played much football, certainly not in the last couple of months. I thought Drinkwater probably was unlucky. To take them both. Um, yeah. To and, take and, them and both, I, I was by surprised. By which I mean Henderson, if I'm being Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I, I thought that was a weird choice. Mm. Um, what Drinkwater was done wrong to, to be I agree and also because you've got Dyer obviously Dyer's got in there because as, as Josh said if there's an injury he can play centre back but we all know our weakness is defence and again it's tournament football at least two gets through each group we've got on paper you know a, a, an easier group we should go through but it's when we have to kick in and go a bit sort of gung-ho yeah. which I think we kind of have to with with because I don't think our defence is strong enough. I don't think our full-backs, I'm a Spurs fan, Walker, Rose, I think they're, they're good players. They're not great players. They're better going forward than they are defending. What? I think that's quite fair to say. So, depending on who we then get, if we get to the next stages and everything, are we going to be good enough? You know, yeah. I, think, I think we have to go, certainly in the knockout stage, and don't be cagey, don't play this sort of thing, which we pretty much in the last tournament and got knocked yes. out quite early. Just go for it a bit. Not, not, no real England fan expects us to win it, but let's sort of surprise us fans. Go out with a bit of style, right? Go, go, go out with style. But of course, the thing is, even if we do go out with style... Not it's actually now you've said that out loud. I I, I just can't. I'm not picturing. You should it. make t-shirts. No, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's more in England going out with style. Some kind of sort of Andrew Lloyd Webber <laughs> West End musical big finish. You know, I, I yeah yeah. I mean, well, you know, but then again, Harry Potter is in the West End, so anything can bleed and happen. Um, I don't think it necessarily matters in terms of the football because just if you look at it, um, the, the, the numbers have been broken down. There's 105. Premier League footballers in this tournament. Doubles the next team, which is from the Bundesliga, 61. Serie A, 51. La Liga, 35. I mean, in fact, you very nearly double the three major um, football leagues around the, uh, around the world. Now, argue, you know, there will be some element of the home nations dominating that, but that is not exclusively so. No, absolutely. I, I guess it's a, an argument to say this is perhaps why the Premier League is the best in the world yeah. because we attract the, the best talent and therefore when it comes to the major competitions like the European Championship or the World Cup, we're incredibly well represented, well represented by Premier League participants. So, yeah, I'm sure it'll be like exciting. I mean, weirdly, one of my best mates is getting married, sadly, on the day of the final. So I'm, I'm already... Someone didn't think England was getting yeah. through, did so they? He came through. He came back. Well, he's an Arsenal season to get older. So he came home one day. We're in the flat, my flatmate. And he went, it's good news, we've got the venue. But they only had one Sunday free the whole summer. And he was like, 10th of July. And immediately, my, and he goes, I know, I know. But England won't get there. <laughs> yes. And then we watched England play Germany about two months ago. And England were obviously brilliant. And, you know, <laughs> were brilliant. And then his face was started to go like, well... Uh, they won't. They still won't do it. And I was winding up. But I, despite the fact I've conceded I probably won't be watching <laughs> the final, I'm incredibly excited for the whole tournament because it, it's great. You know, you, even just the last few days of the weather being a bit better, people are sitting mm. outside in the pub, well, the big screens are on. I'm, I'm massively excited. Well, you also, okay, so you've got Giroud's the interesting one for me with the Arsenal. Because well, he's been of course, in goal scoring. I mean, not, le- and not least of which is that it was against Cameroon he was getting booed still in in the time honored you know France tradition did he get he got two goals i think in the, in the, in the last of the friendly games can you see him being the kind of number 9 that makes an impact at this tournament absolutely i mean the, with good reason you've got the hosts as favourites. And, and obviously when they've hosted sort of the, the two tournaments they've hosted post-World War, they've gone on to win. So if France are to be successful, you have to think he, he's going to be an incredibly important part of that. 
Um, I saw Giroud as I think about a 16, yeah, 20 to one shot to be the top goal scorer. I, I quite like that. Right, uh, good good uh, I quite like that. Because I suspect he go, I, I'm with you. I think he goes all the way. I mean, because strangely enough, I, I'm surprised. There'll be tournament favourites because, of course, they are the home they nation. They are just favourites. But they, of yeah. course, are Monsieur Nitro meeting Monsieur Glycerine at mm. every single mm. international tournament they ever yeah. go to. But there's just something about them, Mike, that says to me that they may just be a more cohesive unit well, this I mean, time, ready for the job. You, you, look. They're the home nation, and you, if you look at the squads, they have on paper the strongest squads. And there's something about the awful, awful terrorist attacks that happened a while back in Paris. You kind of, you know, so I know, you, know, yeah, you I know kind you of sort of go, well, that wouldn't be lovely if they went on to win it, or yeah. if, if we don't win it in a way. I know a lot of British people don't like the French, but they are slight tournament favourites. Um, I mean, the only other odds one that me being sort of pessimistic English fan that I actually must, I must admit I've had England not to get out of the group stages I got it 7 to 1 ah another, another number which worth. I thought was really high no that's really you know Wales you can see us cocking that one up Russia you never know well there's the thing no, about Wales no, 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 yeah. I think we win the group we do? Yeah, I think we win the group. I think, let's just, uh, you know, Wales, yes, Bale, yes, Ramsey, I think there's a reality of how many of their players would get in our team, and you have to sort of look at that. Um, Slovenia. I like, I like Josh's lack of cup tie sense of occasion there. <laughs> no, no. In that England Wales first, in that England Wales game, because that could, be, you, I can see that's the banana skin. No, I, I just don't see it. I think we'll have a I think we'll have a good group. We we win the group and uh, and we'll go on from there. And if we win the group, then we place we face a team who's come third in one yeah. of the other groups. So you've got a massive hope of getting yeah. to the quarter final if you just can I win see. the group. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, on the England side of things, on the goal scorer thing, I mean, we're presuming Harry Kane will start ahead of Vardy. I assume that's that's or, the way you're so This is the he's a, but, but, but see, Spurs have got a lot. A vested yeah. interest in this game, haven't they? Well, there's, there's a, I mean, and I, I watched Deli Alley in you know in that England Portugal game up close and personal, and and and, and, and Dyer as well. And you do realise, of course, these are two fellas that emerged during the course of the season, yeah. and they look, you know, they look like Titans. They're big, tall, elegant football players, mm. but Portugal made everybody look ordinary in that football pitch in a game where they had ten men for most of it, mm. and they've got no handle on this kind of event well it's a step up to class that yeah. they're used to week in week out on the whole i mean one good thing going for ali was obviously he was suspended so he wasn't as burnt out as some of the uh yeah tottenham players you know, how he came played pretty much every game um bertrand hasn't trained he's got some niggle so possibly you can see Rose and Walker starting the first game. Rose looks, um, Rose looks like the first choice left back. Well, it's unbelievable. I mean, you know, you talk I mean, to most Spurs fans last season. Knee. As soon as you had his like, oh, God. Yeah. He's been, he's been a revelation this season yeah. to, from where he was. I think I think, you know, I, fantastic. I, I, think I'd go, I think I think I'd go Rose. You know, I mean, Walker again is prone to the odd Rick, as we've sure. all seen, or some ridiculous crossfield pass that gets cut out. I, and you're like, I, I yeah, what are you I'm doing? All, the fullbacks actually don't worry me. Of all, uh, uh, and there are whip. There the, are natural whips. The interchange, well the interchange of fullbacks, I think he's probably one of our strong points. Centre half. Still. Well, it's who goes with Smalling. That's the yeah. problem, isn't it? And there's no <sighs> massively clear answer. Probably Cahill. Wouldn't you go with Cahill over Stones? But Cahill, who, who, who was the first choice for Chelsea? Uh, well. and, and, and 
I was amazed. I mean, this is the big thing for me. Is if, if, if Dyer obviously is there as effectively the way that he's put this squad together, the fourth, jo- the, the, the fourth centre-half choice, didn't give him a minute playing at centre-half in the warm-ups. Uh, which I thought yeah. was a strange idea. I mean, I, I, I just started a game with him there just to, mm. f- to, feel, to, to find his feet. If, if we don't like those necessarily then... Um, if, you, if France isn't the one, who's the one? Who, who do you think, if it's not a home nation team and, and we put France aside, who are you liking the look of well, internationally? They always, look, it's the old adage is tournament football never rise off the Germans. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, who, you know, didn't have, they lost three games in a row. I know they're only friends. They won their, their last game. Look, it's the usuals. It's France. It's Spain. There's always one that comes in from nowhere that yeah. you didn't sort of go didn't see happening you know Portugal Ronaldo I mean you know you, you look at uh, Belgium obviously well, a sort of Belgium's Belgium on paper have a great team a, 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 but a, never a, really done it in, in a tournament continue to fail to deliver now do, do, are they in a better position this time around do you think Josh because I mean again you, there's Belgium players listed all throughout our football they, they, they're all blokes who understand now about the nature, the nature of winning games against different nations. Mm. They're not show ponies. Mm. Are, they, are, they, are they tournament fit as a, as a country now, do you think? Look, I think it, it, it wasn't that long ago when, I think I saw this the other day, 2009 they were ranked 66 in the world. Yeah, they really? So, so where they've come it's from... It's been a hell of a leap, isn't it? Yeah. Unbelievable. Where they've come from is just extraordinary. And, uh, you know, Wilmos has obviously been you know, highly respected in, the, in terms of the job that he's been able to do. For Belgium, you know, defensively, they've got quite a few people missing, don't they? Companies out. Um, I guess they've got a couple of Tottenham lads in there, don't they? Vertonghen, well, Vertonghen out of Vail, right, yeah. presumably starting. Uh, Lombet's also is injury at the start. Yeah, yeah, I would have thought so. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, Lukaku has had a, a, a OK season, I guess, yeah. in a very, very poor Everton side. Looking Hazard. for a move. Hazard, yes. Hazard only really turned up to make sure Tottenham us. didn't win the league. Absolutely. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne, good in most of the it's season. A good, it's a good point, you know, because like, you players, see vocal I'm not convinced. Hazard, I mean, have been poor. So, so you're right. So the, 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 the big names, with a lot of them arriving, we've actually poor regular mm. season form. Whether that stands for anything in the tournament, God only knows, we'll find out. I've quite enjoyed, in the, in the time on a tradition that you would do with any, anyone who's run by Martin O'Neill, and Roy Keane, is that Republic of Ireland are going to arrive. Actually, I, th- I think the door of the plane will, will open and they'll pour out like it will be a Western bar fight as Roy Keane lambast and takes apart his entire squad. He said, I mean, among many things, <laughs> they should be counting their blessings. Uh, uh, the, the temptation he, to do the accent. More Ian Paisley. He's trying to do the accent. I was going there. <laughs> I think I'll, I think I'll avoid that. Okay. The temptation to, to, to get, uh, count their blessings—they they, they should be—they they should be counting the blessings they managed to get on the flight. And uh, Martin O'Neill described his comments as crass. That, so that's the—that's the management team. <laughs> Wonderful, isn't it? I mean, they're in a tough group. They've got yes. Belgium, Italy, and Sweden. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, that—that's a tough one. I mean, on paper, I think we are pretty much in the sort of easiest squad in the easiest group, really. Yeah. I think. Again. Yeah. Um, which is always, you know, is, there's a banana skin there. But I, I, 
I don't think Republic of Ireland will get through. No, no, but the, the the, they, they could be fun with it. And, and, and God bless mention, you know, and one feels the need to mention Northern Ireland, but it's, and tragically it's almost in passing. But they do. But of course, the great thing about Northern Ireland is, that, is their squad is knocking around the bread and butter and the nuts and bolts parts of the Premier League well, as got, well. So. They've got, they're in their group, Northern. They've got Germany, Ukraine and Poland. And so, a, lot of, a lot of football fans think, actually think Poland could be a dark horse. So Welsh, welcome to the Pleasure Dome there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah I, can, uh, yeah, I feel their pain on that one. Um, let's, let's in, that, in that case, let's pitch forward to the games that will involve our teams. Poland, of course, let's, let's stick with them because that's Group C. So... Poland, Poland, Northern Ireland. I mean, as you say, that the polls of as you say, one of these teams mm. that if you if you're looking around, the experts, yeah, there's, there's, of, there's a dark horse yeah, element. Good, to a them, good value bet to yeah. get to a certain stage. I think Poland's worth a couple of quid to get yeah. to the semis or something. I think. And, I've, and I've, I've but they got Lewandowski. I mean, that's the thing. Exactly. You, you, right. Again, you look at goal scores in this tournament. And I haven't seen the odds for top goal scores. I think I'm assuming Griezmann. Must be up there for yeah, France. Lewandowski's about 16 to 1. Yeah. Is it, well, that's, that's good odds again. Griezmann's actually... He, he scored four against Northern Ireland. You know, there's, exactly. always, there's always one player, obscure player, who gets like three or four in a group game yeah. and is up there. And then players get injured and, get, and get, ends up yeah, sort of Gets a golden it. boot from nowhere, exactly right. Yeah. Okay, that, would, would, but the, the 11th then, Josh, is I suppose where the stall gets set out, doesn't it? Because that is, that's Group B. That's England, Russia, World, Slovakia. And Albania are playing that day against um, Switzerland. Yes, and the and the opening game, obviously, the day before. Yeah, France exactly right. Yeah, but in terms of the home nations, Romania. Do, do do we think if Russia if Russia are again another one of these? This would this be the the, the the awkward one? Do you think he's getting his first game right? Because we can start cold, can't we, England? Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I mean, well, look, yeah. I, don't be right. I don't know if anyone noticed. Don't yeah. be right. I mean, I was, I was in, in Brazil when we were sitting there, you know, going out against Uruguay. And, and don't forget, it wasn't just that we didn't qualify from the group stage in Brazil. We didn't qualify after two games. We were done. No. We, had a, we had a meaningless game in a tournament. It was an extraordinary situation. Um, look, I mean, so much from, from what I've read around Russia seems to, you know, revolve around Juzeba, who's yeah. their main striker. Yeah. Uh, who's going to be a real handful, and you worry a little bit about you know one of our centre backs, you know whoever it is alongside Smalling, if it's Cahill, if it's Stones, um, if there is a sort of weak point, you know it'll be very obvious to everyone, you know where it will be. Um, they're an old just, team though, Russia, aren't they? I mean, you look at well, the they've not scored ages. many goals. They've not scored many goals. They're in an old, they're quite an old uh, aging side. But we're a bit of a nil-nil team, aren't we? We're, we're, we're not. We're, we're well, let's go back to Hodgson. This is the sort yeah, of Hodgson way. And, and I mean, so in, in a know, tight game. You, 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 don't want to, you don't want to lose your first game. But you can almost see the post, so post-match press conference It's always worth now. lumping on draws in every first well, if, game. Well, if you're that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's, that's the thing for me. I can always see the press conference now saying, like, you know, oh, we had those two chances. and was, uh, So, losing 1-0, we, there's, we, there's everything to still play for, you know. Mm. Again, uh, Russia's squad, I think, is one of the oldest going to the tournament. It is a, is a game to, to put out the youth, put out the pace. And, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. And hope you, you go market. there. Uh, you, that is a game England will be favourite for. That's a good point. That's, 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 that's your statement. Game, isn't it? He's actually just going to run Russia ragged. Yeah. 
Which no, I'd love know, to see that. I'd love and, to see and I, that. You know, in each chance for alliteration, obviously, we, we'd all embrace it, wouldn't we, really? Yeah. The difference in, in feeling around the country, if we go in that game, brilliant, 2-0. I mean, the whole country would go electric. If that game's at 1-1 and yeah. it sort of drags and wails a draw and then we sort of scramble through in the third group game. Well, I mean, a draw, but, a, but a win and a draw will, will, will get you through, pretty much. Do you think, in this broad stroke, you know, but going back to the fact that, as you say, we've got this, you know, almost double, uh, you know, in terms of... Uh, Premier League players in this tournament. Increasingly, we're in a world where everybody knows everyone. There's no fear. There's no. There's no natural fear of a of a of a country or a player anymore. That like that as there used to be because the fear of the unknown. You didn't know what you were coming up with. You yeah. see these I guys mean, walking all, out we... in a Brazil shirt. You see yeah. them walking out in an Argentina shirt. You were beaten before you started. One wonders if that is necessarily quite so strong it's anymore. Not. Because you're, it's you're not. going to be looking at... The, there'll be 22 footballers on the pitch who played each other all year long. Yeah, it's, it's not. And, and that was a joy growing up, you know, before, you know, football got huge on TV that these, these players you never heard of. Oh, my God, aren't they great? Let's try and buy them. Look, most Premier League fans watch the Euros. We support England. But we watch the games not wanting our players to get injured. Yes. And looking for player or oh, oh, Wenger... Pochettino, whoever, try and sign that player. Wasn't he great? We need that. Yeah. That's the joy of the tournaments. And, you know, I'm sure there'd be players from Romania, Albania, Switzerland, Poland, Sweden, Slovakia, Czech Republic, that we've never heard of, Austria Hungary, that will obviously be in the shop window and will get, a, uh, will get, without doubt, signed by Premier League team. The one I That's always still remember. a pleasure of watching these games. Shakiri. Great singer. Oh, not Shakira. Shakira. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly, yes. That, yeah. Different thing entirely. Didn't yeah. get the theme tune, which is tragic. Mm. But Shakira from Switzerland, always, he, he's that bloke. I remember him from the last... That, he's the one from the last tour. And he came out of the ring and played for Stoke. Absolutely invaluable member of the side. You do get these fellas sort of, sort of emerge and become that kind of player, don't you? Absolutely. I mean, it took a few more months, but we, you know, we signed Arshavin not massively long after he yes. had such an impressive tournament. Um, yeah, there will, there will be players. I mean, I'm sure, you know, in this day and age with the huge scouting networks, all the top teams have. There's no one that's a total surprise, but it's different showing it in a qualifying game and showing it at club football to stepping up and playing against top-level opposition and, and doing it on the, you know, so-called world stage. So, yeah, I'm sure we'll see. You know, you, you've, you've said there, Mark, 105 players in the Premier League who are going out to tournament. Invariably, it'll be a couple more by the time we come back in August. We've not said Spain yet. We've not mentioned those in this in this context at all because you know they're defending as a tournament, and of course they ended up dominating European football. In, you know, as, as we know it, but such a terrible World Cup two years ago. True, exactly. So exactly. So do we take that as being to our advantage or to our disadvantage? The fact that that perhaps they are not so good at getting their act together on on sort of like on, on the on the bigger stage because fundamentally. When they've been at their strongest, you've seen seven players from one team. If they're going to mix it up a bit, could it be, do, you think that, do you think they're get-outable? Yeah, I think, again, I was at one of their games in the World Cup where Chile beat them 2-0, and it, it seemed like the end of an era. Mm-hmm. It seemed like the end of this era of beautiful tick-attacker, and, yeah. uh, and this is the way that you, you go and win tournaments. Um, even if you look at the, some of the quality of left out of that squad, and I know Costa's had injury problems this year, and you know, Torres you know, did play a huge part in getting Atletico to, to that final. Um, you know, Morata is a player that's been heavily linked with Arsenal. He, he seems to be the, the man that will lead them up front. 
Um, they've clearly, clearly got the players in that squad that are capable of, of taking them. But you, you don't feel like you did four or five no. years ago going into a tournament where it's like Spain's to lose. I mean, nowhere near. No. You feel other, other countries have sort of cottoned on to, to the key way they could go and win football matches and have found a way to combat it. So, you know, Spain, of course, you know, a, a, a semi-final or less would be a surprise. Yeah. Mm. But... <clears throat> You know why not? I mean, you well, you Barcelona wouldn't completely rule out. out. Yeah, in, Barcelona, in, in, Barcelona got out. In, in, of course, in absolutely. Also, absolutely. it can happen to the country. My, the one I'm looking forward to in in all of this is Italy Belgium. Which well, is, I was literally going to say that. You, you obviously, the next show is is this was recorded on Tuesday. The next show will be next Tuesday. So on the Monday, when you look at the games coming out, everyone plays once. The, apart from the England game, obviously. The key game this week is going to be Belgium of Italy. I, That's going to be a cracking Antonio game. Antonio Conte has said, do not expect defence and counter in that game. Just all defence? Perhaps that's what he means. Just all defence. I read it, the, I, I, I was going the other way, but you're yeah. actually right. So yeah, counter what? I can't see no, Italy no, no. in their first game of the tournament going gung-ho. No, no. Not, no, they're not the Italians. Not no, okay. It's all about not conceding, surely. But I just... <clears throat> Of all the games, that's the one for me that, that kind of looks like a catalyst game where but, you might yeah. see whoever wins that whoever, decided, whoever yes. wins that will win that group, and then as, as Josh said, Could we'll probably on. play the third worst team in in another group. Yeah. So that's why I think that this week that's going to be a game you've got to watch. Will we all make the uh, because of course basically of course we get all excited now and now certain, and there will actually be only two goals in all. <laughs> 15 <laughs> games, you know. Someone will win 1-1-0. One, one, Two teams will win 1-1-0. One, one, mm. uh, it, it will it be as cagey as ever? I, I think, especially when you have a team where they are of a limited ability, maybe Albania. Uh, let, let's not pick on them, but they are the, the biggest surprise sure. to be at the tournament. Their method will be in, in trying not to concede mm. goals. You know, it's grabbing a nil-nil or hoping for a freak result. And even Albania's qualification was ext- was extraordinary. And even they, they had this incredible victory in Portugal where they went and won mm. one nil, I believe. Yet they only had two shots on target the whole night yeah. and Portugal had 19. And, and it is that kind of mm. freak idea. If you, if you remain hard to you know, score against, maybe that's the opportunity. And I'm convinced we will see a lot of low-scoring games. Even some of the teams that have qualified, Romania, I think, scored just 11 goals on their road to qualification, yeah. but you know, managed to just win, win, win one nil, you know, enough to get to tournament. So yeah, I think there'll be a lot of low scoring games as the tournament starts off when the group stages, hopefully more as we go on. Mm. We were so buoyed there for a while. Now we're just basically dealing up a bunch of <laughs> nil nils for everyone to get their teeth into. But don't worry about everybody because there's still plenty to come and make sure you join us here. Thank you very much indeed, gentlemen. On a European whistleblowers. This is the Playback Media production served to you by Why Not Think People. For all links to the show, go to thewhistleblowers.net. Sports Social Podcast Network.